baby. January, Ooh, early, creek, early January, the 10th. Yeah, one of the happiest times of the year, isn't it? It's not Black Monday yet, is it? Whatever it's called. Blue Monday. That next weekend. Next Monday. Oh, probably. I think maybe it's the third Monday in January. I think it's the 17th, maybe it's next one. Ooh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, welcome to the failed Rockstar Club podcasts. Podcast brought to you from us at Best Days Vintage. Vintage. Ding! That um, talks about music, mental health, and fashion. Every once in a while, fashion will get a mention. We're back after our Christmas hiatus. You've had the mid-season break. This is the part two premiere. It's only been a few weeks, but I, I it feels like a lifetime in podcasting. It's hard to get back into the rhythm of things. It is. I, I'll part me on the disguise. Yeah. My wife said to me, oh, "Are you doing the podcast?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I wasn't like, yeah, the podcast. It's yeah. kind of we were in a rhythm, and now you, you break yeah, that I was, rhythm. I always enjoyed my rhythm. Yeah, I was. Then I was like, then I was like looking forward to my break, but then I was like, oh no, I've got to go back into the rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back match fit. But having said that, this isn't a chore. We're thoroughly happy to be here, aren't we? Yeah, I am. That's the spirit. It's the thought of it, isn't it? Like you're doing something that's like extracurricular after work, and you're a bit tired, and you think, oh. But when you actually do it. It's yeah. fun. Run like running. I start running again. There you go, Steve's running. Well, I was going to say, wh- get fit, fat shit. Fill us in on fill our dear listeners on what you've been doing over this hiatus. Working. How do you feel? I fill a hiatus. Working a lot. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I think more of these probably speak for both of us. Yeah. Over the Christmas period, it's, it's more intense, intensive. It is. But what's lovely about <laughs> Some sound effects. Yeah. What's lovely about working here over Christmas is there's two of us mm-hmm. in the shop, which is a rare treat. Yeah, that's actually I thoroughly enjoyed some that. of the better mm. better parts of it. It's like more. It's an ideal world, isn't it? Having two of you in. Oh, it's the dream. It's just somebody from Sunderland calling me. Sunderland. <laughs> Can't imagine I want to answer that. No. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, um, so before we get okay, so what else, what else have I been doing? <laughs> yeah, that's about your hiatus. Uh, the, just the wife was away, oh. wasn't she? So um, while the wife's away, I will masturbate furiously. <laughs> yep, masturbate on. Um, you watched a lot of uh, action movies, didn't you? I watched a lot of action. I've been watching actually something on Amazon. Psst. but it's called uh, <laughs> Jack Ryan. It's basically oh, like yeah. a it's basically like a poor man's twenty four. Mm-hmm. Based on the books. The John Clancy books. Yes. It's like, like spy, CIA, terrorists chasing, never quite getting there until the end when you this get This is there. like the Harris, those Harrison Ford ones. Yeah, Harrison Patriot Ford games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clear yeah. uh, Baldwin. There was a Baldwin who played. Yeah, and then. Hopefully, Red October. Didn't. Uh, Affleck. Affleck got one as well. Affleck got one. And um, a young actor got a young Jack Ryan. Yeah. I forget what his name is. But he, that was the most recent one. Yeah. yeah. But this is like a series, TV series. Okay, but it's like it's basically like twenty four mm-hmm. for anyone who's older listeners. It's like you know, <laughs> terrorists and that coppins. Yeah, for our younger listeners, twenty four was like the original, the peak, like box set. It was the first kind of the era of the box set. Yeah, it was like the first time you've ever it, heard of it called a season rather than a yeah, series. Yeah, it heralded the golden age of television. Mm, I'd say, <clears throat> I'd say, I was tremendously exciting. When that for was a while, it was like the it was our life, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> 
get you couldn't get home quick enough to watch them all 24 24 the time we watched the red days Rome books about julius caesar <laughs> yep that was another time the Did, beatles for you now yeah yeah i was actually singing fall on the hill this morning while i was having a shower okay and rock said to me that's my lady wife uh, do you remember a time when you sang things that weren't the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I've mm. become that guy. Yeah, and I'm still I'm still in that place. You're obsessive. I've become a little bit obsessive. Yeah, I've bought I bought a book over oh, Christmas. Oh there you go. Next thing I'm going to buy a drum kit. Oh, those guys <laughs> that kind of goes, I'm a drummer now. Buy the drum kit, gets obsessed, yeah. and then moves on to something else. A fad monkey. Fad monkey. It's a bit yeah. fad monkey. It's a bit fad monkey, but I've, I I have always liked the Beatles. Come back in a year, eh? And if you're still yeah, obsessed, see if I still. Like yeah. I don't think I'll be obsessed, but I'll still be a fan of the Beatles. Mm. I'll yeah. take this knowledge with me. Yeah. And I've only read the first chapter of this book so far, so it's not okay. like I got straight on it and you know, okay. yeah. whacked furiously into the middle bit, of it. Better than radio, don't they? No, I don't. Well, I... Ooh, 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 ooh. They're not my favourite oh, band. Okay. Radiohead is still my favourite band. Okay. But I have got a newfound appreciation for it. Mm. But I feel like this book, which is like analyses every single song in like a, quite a theoretical way, like every single song they ever recorded in order, and it's it's very kind of an intellectual way of writing about them, like sort of music theory, how okay. what scale they're using, what key, you go, you know, all that kind of talk. Right. It's quite dry. Yeah, and I think you just want the gossip. I think I want more of the yeah, the gossip, more of the studio the antics. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a book review when I finish it. Okay. But I've only just started at the moment. But yeah, but over my hiatus, I have gone. Deeper into my Beatle hole. Mm. In fact, I've, the white, the white albums become uh, mm. my go-to. No, which I saw it on the play. I saw it on the shop, the spot, the shop playlist. Yeah, the white album. I put it on actually on Saturday. We'll see what the fuss is about. What, what were your? You going to say? I like the rocky, the rocky Patchy. start. Back in yeah. the USSR, yeah, that's, the track that's one, track one, yeah. Yeah, it's quite rocky at the beginning. Track one, yep. Is that track two? No. Oh, that, it's, quite, that's, it's early doors, though, isn't it? Relatively, I think it's like uh, pretty. I think I seem to remember it being like quite rocky early. No, I don't think it's. Uh, uh, maybe I, 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 it was on, but I, back in the USSR is definitely one. I, I think that's side two. Uh, oh, is it? Or disc two. Okay. Helter Skelter. Did it make you want to kill some no. Hollywood actresses or anything? No. Interesting. <laughs> Were there any that you thought came on and you thought? This no, is I, fucking I, I, I'll be honest. I did. I didn't. I, it felt like it was going on forever, and I was like, "It's well, it is long. Still it is long. long." And I, I ended up. I just put another playlist. I put the play, shop playlist on, but I, sure. it was quite deep into. You it. gave up on it. No, I, think, I felt like I've been listening to it for ages, and I wasn't sure if it's still the album or if it just carried on playing other random stuff. Mm. You know, like sometimes an album finishes and it just Spotify just plays other stuff. Yeah, and you think, "Was this it? Is this part of it?" Sure. Well, it could have just played other beats. What's the last song on the album? Uh, Good night. It's a Ringo. It ends. With, I think you'd have known if you'd have got to Revolution Number Nine, which is the penultimate track of the last, mm. the second disc. Because that, that's we like want the, to Revolution. No, that, oh. that's Revolution One, which is good. Revolution Nine is that like sound collage. So, it's lots of bits cut up together. Yes, there was some sort of random noises going yeah. on. There. I was like, yeah. But I have a rule when I listen to it. If you want to listen to Good Night at the End, which is the last track, which is lovely, you have to listen to that. Okay. That's just my little rule. I don't know why I've made that. <laughs> Not. So it's like fun. discipline. It's like a kind of yeah. rewarding yourself. Yeah. Revolution number nine is like the medicine, and then you listen to Good Night at the end. You've rewarded yourself. Which, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lo- Ringo sings it, and it's a lovely. I think it was a Lennon song, but he let Ringo sing it. It's like a 
lullaby type thing. Okay. It's beautiful. Anyway, so yeah, I've just been spending my time in a beetle hole. Still. Yep. But, you know, that's not to say I don't listen to new music. Because... You haven't introduced us. We need to do that. Oh, you know what? What, you don't know? Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon. No BA honours. The other voice you'll hear... Hello. Mr. Stephen Robert Huddle, some BA honours. We're here, Best Days Vintage, 40 Old Lane, Colchester Town Centre. Do pop in. Bestdaysvintage.co.uk Or go online if you can't pop in. Yeah, or Instagram at Best Days Vintage. There you go. So many ways to find us. Mm-hmm. Or just come around our house. Come around our house. Have a chat about the Beatles. Mm. Tell me what you think about Revolution Number no. 9. Anyway, I do listen to stuff other than the Beatles, go as you well know, because of the feature... Get this on your latest playlist. Yep. Crap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist A list. Oh. Where are you going? Where are you going? Well, you know, I never actually listened to the song, so. Yeah. Rude. Well, actually, Don't no. just walk away. What? I'm trying to talk to you. Anyway, this week's. Uh, so I, I tried a different playlist this week. Okay. Came out from a different angle. Uh, I discovered this band called The Bug Club. And they have a song called If My Mother Thinks I'm Happy. It One of those songs you buy the second chorus, you knew the chorus. It was very... Oh, catchy. Very catchy. Uh, quite light. Uh, Boy-girl vocal singing together. I think they're from America. That's all I could tell you about them, but... I can tell you that that song is very good and you'll like you'll definitely like it. It's one of those songs I can't imagine everyone saying anyone saying, Oh, I hate that. Well is it's it not too catchy after a while you'd be over it. I didn't think so. I found I found it uplifting. Thoroughly enjoyable. Okay. So look them up. That that song is their most popular song on Spotify, but it's only had like thirteen thousand listens. So they're they're playing like the Lexington, that kind of okay. well, level of venue in London. I know it well. That level. Yeah. What oh, was yeah, that weird. band called? Let's see, Grandma. Everyone seems to be excited about them. I've seen quite a few people talk about them. Well, their second album is out. Yeah, is it quite good? This year. Is it like a bit hype? Because I've seen a few people talk about them. Uh, well, I've heard a couple of tracks off it. Yeah, I like it. But I liked their last, their first the last album. album a lot. So, I mean, I, I did think about choosing one of their tracks for mm. this feature. Well, Maybe I, I will next week. The reason I just noticed, I just noticed and I thought, oh, they look like a sort yes. of band that walk, might be on A-list or playlist. Yeah, they, uh, it's not called that, but... Mm. <laughs> they, have, they have a song called Happy New Year. It's okay. a bit of a dance floor banger. Um. It's got a video with them playing tennis, which you'd enjoy. I'd, oh, yep, I sound like the sound of that. I think their album's called something about... Mary. Ribbon, ribbons. Anyway, I haven't got the details, so don't press me on that, but yeah, they're also very good. Take me to the news. Flipping heck, new core cool, news. New year, new news. <laughs> oh, come on. Six pound sale madness. Open days at the warehouse. Yay. Men's Mental Health Group. Last Sunday of the month. To the UK... Rewild Wild Show. Okay. Some, so, as always, confusing band of headlines. Yeah, well, I like to keep you on your toes. Yep. Mixture. So, at the moment, we've got loads of like sale stuff in the store. It's £6. Um, because we know that life is tough at the moment for people. So, 
it's like a good way to kind of like go thrifting, old school thrifting. Have a rummage. Yeah. Go uh, deep. Yeah. There's not much more to say apart from that. <laughs> yeah. But that was the first story. That's I don't the, know why I put that's that That's the leading story. I don't know. That's the headline. Uh, open days in the warehouse. Yay. Ooh. So we're going to be launching a new way to experience best days. Ever wondered how what happens behind the scenes um, in our warehouse in Manantree? I think next week's so next podcast we should have kind of just about started. Um, Monday to Fridays, 12 till 4, I think it's, or 11 till 4, something like that. Um, 12 till 4, we're going to be opening up the warehouse four hours a day for people to come and visit, check out the areas, check out all the stock online, have a rummage around, do deals and discounts, and see kind of what makes us tick behind the scenes. We don't often open the doors to the warehouse, so we thought it was a nice way people can come and visit if they want to, with their friends or on their own, or with their parents. Or with their sons and daughters. Sure. Um, we're going to be launching a new mental health group with um, a friend of ours, Fraser Morgan. Yeah, who has his own podcast, which you should check out. Steve... The Fraser Morgan Show. Yeah. Good, something like that. Fraser Morgan Podcast, I yeah. think. Um, and that's going to be the last Sunday of the month in our shop, 40 Old Lane in Colchester. It's going to be a men's, a men's community kind of group. I don't know what you call it, but it's called like Let's Talk About It. But basically, especially for men or, pe- or anyone that identifies as a male, so i.e. Tr- trans and LBGT plus. All right? You missed out the Q, I think. Q plus. Um, but yeah, people, anyone that identifies as male, anyone that wants to kind of basically share um, space, come and, um, it's going to be on the last Sunday of the month, 4.30 till 6, I believe. Um, once a month, where you can go have a free coffee and just share thoughts, feelings, and experience like problems and help each other out. Have a bit of cake and just a kind of nice way to kind of end the weekend and end the month. Um, as another thing we're trying to do to kind of like just build like solidarity and build like a place that people might want to feel part of and lean on each other if you need help. And then the last one is the UK Rewild Wild Show. Yeah, this this intrigues me. Yeah, often does, doesn't it? Um, so, um, it was on the news. Mm-hmm. Farmers in England are going to be paid to rewild their land or parts of their land. It's part of an overall of land management practices aimed at reversing the biodiversity loss, which we mentioned before, in the UK, um, including trying to create um, nature reserves, woodlands, and wetland areas within farmers' lands because there's so much of the UK is privately owned mm-hmm. for farming and. Obviously, there's no way that they can make money out of it. So the government are looking to pay grants to farmers to create some of their land to turn it back into um, rewild. It's called rewilding project. Now, it seems good in theory, but there's there's light on like my stories. It's light on detail from the government end. Right. So there's the jury's out whether or not the plan's going to be radical enough and if it's actually going to work and what the right direction is going to be. Well, and presumably whether the farmers will actually take up these. Yeah. Well, if they want to, if it's more yeah. valuable for them to yeah, exactly. farm their land, grazing cattle, or if it's going to be worth their while. But they must be, they've all probably got areas of their farmland they don't need to use. Yeah. So if they can make money out of it yeah, that way, and, sure we, and the government are able to kind of pay grants towards it. Yeah. It was, I think, Becky Spate, she's like an ex- executive of RSPB, the RSPB. How these schemes work in practice is still cause for concern for both us and the farmers. 
So I think by that we can understand that Boris Johnston's government is probably light, light on details. It's just a headline at the moment. Okay. But the theory behind it sounds great, I think, like using farmland and actually, you know, it's like tourism in some countries where they're like taking the, the whole place apart, right? They're ripping down trees. But if you can actually pay people to do that and it's financially viable for them, then they're probably going to be into doing that, you know, because most people want, don't want this country or this world to bloody go down the shitter. So, but it's money is paying anything. So if they can find ways to generate income from this land and then also do something positive, then yeah. Sounds, it sounds like it's it an exciting takes. project. Yeah. Yeah, in theory. Sounds great. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what actually happens when the details come out. It might all go to shit, as usual. So. <laughs> news. But that was the news. 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 Now, quiz. Ooh. Oh, it's been a while. I'm Have worried. have been revising <clears throat> You know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast, you know fuck all about music. If I can go. This is one simple one. In a way, yes. It's a populist choice. Now, you know how the last one before the end of term... was my best ever. Yeah, and I did Richard Osman's... House, Jess Dixon's Richard Osman's House of Games. Yeah. This time, it's Jess Dixon's Shane Ritchie's Don't Forget the Lyrics. <laughs> Shane Ritchie, no less. Now, did you ever watch Shane Ritchie's Don't Forget the Lyrics? It was... I'll be honest with you, <laughs> no. No, okay. Well, I mean, it hasn't been on TV for at least 15 years. Okay. But Shane Ritchie's peak, when he was on uh, EastEnders, is Alfie Moon. Is he? <laughs> All oh, right, okay. I think he is. Yeah, but nobody, people don't watch oh, these no, things. I'm thinking of Danny Dyer. Yeah, he's gone even more cockney. <clears throat> the point is, Shane Ritchie was the charismatic host, and he'd have a contestant on, and they'd sing a famous song, and then they'd be singing along with the words on a screen. All right. Well, where are you going now? <laughs> Just making sure I'm definitely recording. <laughs> Stop walking away when I'm talking. Okay. So and they would be singing along, and then the music would stop, and the contestant would have to keep singing with the lyrics. No, no. Well, then the lyrics would be taken away. Okay. So they have to keep. It's about knowing the lyrics to famous songs. Okay. See, that's the that's the key. Okay. And that's what you'll be doing. Okay. Yeah. No, to a degree. Enough. I mean, it's you know, it's not exactly like Shane Richie's. Don't forget the lyrics, but. So I will tell you what the song is. Okay. I'll sing a little bit, and then when I stop. God blimey! That sounds easy. You've got to sing the next line. Yeah, just one line. Just one line. Okay. So, I mean, I can. I'll tell you how many words you've got to sing in that next line. That's what Shane needs to do. Okay. <clears throat> so, track one, Mr. Brightside. We all know it. The Killers. We all love it. The Killers. Yeah. But you don't get any points for uh, oh. naming the song. Well, I told you, not the band. But if I were to say to you, jealousy. Turning saints into the sea. Sailing twisted lullabies. Something on my <laughs> alibis. But it's just... No, no, you don't, oh. no, so alibis was the last word. Okay. Now, see, some of those words were right. Yeah. Some of them weren't. This is the thing. You, oh. And on Shane's game, you had to get them all right okay. to get the point. Or get through to the next round, it was, in oh, okay. Shane's world. So you got... <laughs> when I get half a point... If I get mm. any of it, 
Or are you just gonna, are you gonna be straight? Yeah, you're hoping I'm gonna get zero, aren't you? <laughs> I get no pleasure from watching you fail. <laughs> it was swimming through sick lullabies. Ah, oh, no. Choking on your alibis. Yeah. So you kind of got the. Some and that was the brilliance of the game because yeah. people would get the keywords, but. Yeah. You know. Like I've just done. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to get zero out of ten. Okay. Well, was that the first one? That was the first one. That was oh, the okay. first one. Oh, that was practice. No. Okay. That counted. Zero points. Okay, it's so number two Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Queen. Yep. Now. It, does it help if I sing it, or would you rather yeah, I you just it. say the... Sing it, yeah. Okay. So you think you can stop me and spit in my eye? So you can stop me and say you want to say bye? <laughs> so again, some of them were... So was the right... So you think you can love me and, and leave, leave me, me to, to die. die? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. See, it's in there. Yeah, that was in the, my brain. I was in my brain hole. So you're under pressure. Yeah. Okay. The Spice Girls wanna be. Okay. If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Taking last forever. Friendship never ends. Oh, so close that time. Taking lasts forever. Sounds like, isn't it? Yeah, it's make it last forever. Oh. Friendship never ends. So you, there was only one, one word, word that was wrong there. Oh. What? But if you never sang along, thought taking last, <laughs> taking last forever. Yeah. Make it last forever. Yeah. I'm afraid. <laughs> okay. Toto, Africa. Oh, okay. It's gonna take a lot to drag me away from you. I'm going on holiday <laughs> to Africa. <laughs> Not a single word of that was right. Oh. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. Oh. Brandon. Sorry. No, I would never have got that. Okay, yeah, that was a tough one. But... It rains down <laughs> in Africa. It's turning out you're not a lyrics man. No. <clears throat> okay, okay. Friday night and the lights are low. That's all right. Turning around and people say yo. It's <laughs> a so good, that should have been that. It's looking out for a place to go. Go. Oh. go. Okay. I sit and wait. Does an angel contemplate my fate? Wait, going on. Oh. And do they know the place is where we go? When we're grey and old Cause I've been told That salvation Contemplates my faith <laughs> You started so well Is that like it? The, that salvation lets their wings unfold I'm a fucker, Robbie Because <laughs> when I'm lying in my bed Thoughts running through my head and I know that life is dead. I'm loving <laughs> angels instead. See, I think it helped that you had a longer build-up into that one. Yeah, I was ready to go. That's yeah. the thing, I knew that was a bit... Uh... Okay. So join join in with me. Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I'm going to try these new techers. Clock strikes upon the hour and the sun begins to fade. 
Still enough time to figure out how to chase my blues away. I've done alright up till now. It's the light of day that shows me how. And when the night calls, and then it falls. When the night falls. Oh. So I'm. I mean, I'm no. tempted to give you that. No, I got it wrong. And when the. <laughs> oh yeah. I said I was tempted. And when the night falls, loneliness calls. My mm. loneliness calls. Well, I was trying to remember what the song was. Did, 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 did little, little, little. Yeah! Well, the dance was. Doesn't matter. No, that bit. Easy. Yeah, see. I don't need the chorus. Hey, Jude. Don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember. To let her into your heart Then you can start To make it better Yes! That's a point, that's an official that's, point That's literally, that's because when I, when I got married That's the, the verse I had to sing There you go <clears throat> I obviously knew that on some level no, I mm. did, I, I knew it was I knew it was a wedding song mm. But yeah, I didn't remember your verse Which was your verse but. Yeah, I, I had to actually remember it Memorise it Better, better, better. Ooh. Ooh. First, I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong, and I grew strong. I learned how to get along. Boom! You're on fire. <laughs> That's two points. I think my problem is I'm trying to do too much of it. Yeah. I've just got to do that one line. Next yep. line. Thank God, or two. I'm, get, I'm getting to yep. my, my normal peak. Here this is the go. last one. Last one, yeah. Shit, it's fun it. to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for you men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. <laughs> yeah, of course you know that one. <laughs> Booyah. There you go, three points. Oh, thank fuck. I thought I was going to get zero. Good, solid start to the year. Yeah, classic. That's per usual. Stars are mean to carry on. <laughs> Three out of ten. Singing about boys. <laughs> that was lovely. Yeah. Now that, I felt like that got easier. Yeah, because I got them for a start. I know, I know, I know it. I think I should have done like more build up so you were getting into the yeah. singing along. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's certainly what Shane Ritchie would have done. Yeah, but I thought he could, we could have been here all night if yeah. I was singing the whole I, verse. Well, yeah, I guess I knew. If you know, if I know it, I know it. Yeah. Regular listeners will know if Steve knows it, he knows it. We do. If I don't know it, I don't know it. So let me just fill you in the last Rockbusters before we broke up. Christ, do you remember it? Well, I've written it down, haven't I? Professional. Professional like that. So the two <clears throat> we did number one, I'm so thankful that we are now in the part of the day where the sun has gone down. Of course, was Gladys Night. Oh, Glad it's, it's night. night. Oh, yeah. And then. Number two, I've recently left a pub, especially for stripy flying insects. Just in B-Bar. Just in B-Bar. I was just in B-Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this week's... Right, number one. That's not my first choice of button-up knitwear, if I'm being honest. We'll call it a backup. That's not my first choice of button-up knitwear, if I'm being honest. We'll call it a backup. Mm. There you go. And number two, the short form of I'll see you later, yeah? Short form of I'll see you later, yeah? So just 
say that a bit quicker. That's the key to that one. That's Rockbusters. Just it's Carl Pilgrim's Rockbusters. Got you want to say something? <laughs> Don't say it out loud because you'll give it away. Oh, Carl, it doesn't sound right, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say it. I have to say it. I have to okay. say it off air. Yep. I don't think it's right. <laughs> Sit behind the scenes. Okay, that takes us to the Hall of Fame. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. Band or artist who deserve more acclaim. Failed rock star club Hall of Fame. I promise this band will not be lame. Okay. Fuck off. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, we have to we, Yeah. So who's in there so okay. far? Let, let's just say what it is first. The oh, yeah. Hall of Fame is a section <clears throat> where we try and highlight, shine a little bit of light on a band that we feel, or an artist, that has fallen through the cracks of culture, if you will. Perhaps they haven't been passed on to the next generation. They were a fad that fashion passed, and the they were forgotten bomb about. crack. Yes, the cultural bomb crack. Or music. Yeah. So who's in? Who do we feel is in that cultural bomb crack? We started with Clapian Say Yeah. They were a big deal in two thousand three. Who talks about them now? No one. We did. Just us. Gene. Gene. Britpop stalwarts. Yep. Forgotten about, but not thanks to us. <laughs> uh, not a surf. Not a surf. Yeah. Had a big hit. Bought my brother the uh, the album. There you go. Keep keeping that torch alive. Yep. Uh, that was me. Mm. Beach House? Was that no, I think that was a bit later. Tom Tom Beck? Beck? No, that was a bit later. Yeah. Ooh, who <clears> did he done? We can't remember. This is good, this is good podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Total silence while we think. Tom Beck. I was just making a map and all that. Beach House. Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Dogs Don't Hot Cars. Dogs Don't Hot Cars. Fans of Kate. Fans of Kate. There's two left. Oh, fucking hell, that's annoying, isn't it? Wow. See, we for- if we've forgotten about them and we're yeah. meant to be shining a light on them. They're bomb cracks. All right, well, 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 well you, you remember, listener, because yeah. you've been listening. <clears throat> well, anyway, this week's band are a Swedish... Uh, sensation. Sort of Swedish dream pop sensation, the radio department. Bennett, fuck's sake. Bennett, of course. And... Guillemots. Oh. I had to look it up. Sorry, yeah. cheated. That's cheating. Yeah. yeah, another two great bands <clears throat> who we've highlighted. The radio department. Are they the radio department or the radio depth? Because I always say depth, but I... Well, they spell it depth, but I think, like, Hurricane Number 1, where they had the yeah. thing, it's still, it was, mm. that's what that means. De- depth is short for department. And yeah. it's weird if you'd say the radio depth. Yeah. But it's always written well, I say it. D-E-P-T, yeah. with a full stop. Yeah. But if you look on Wikipedia, they were named after a gas station turned radio repair shop called Radio Vindgun Radio Vindgun which is Swedish for the radio department so yeah they're described on Wikipedia as a dream pop band which I think is I'd agree is a good descriptor because it it tells you that they've got choruses Mm -hmm. the shoegaze the washy music yeah and it's and it is dreamy so that's yeah. that's the perfect description. Sometimes that label is given to people, and I think, well, no, that that's the perfect label for them. It is. And who's in it? Did you get? Did you write note down who's in the in the band? In the band, yes. Well, but it's quite wishy-washy, isn't it? Yeah, they have a lot of 
sort of people leaving and coming and going. But I think the guy, Johan Duncanson, seems to be like the the kind of through through line. I think it's his essentially his band because he was in a band with his friend, like at school or college or whatever, and they, they named the band after this shop, and then. Three years later, like that band split up, and then three years later, he made a band with another friend, but he liked the name so much. Oh, we kept it. They kept the name. Okay. Uh, was your girlfriend involved at some point? Yes. The, well, the the new guy who he okay. formed the band with his girlfriend was in the band playing okay. bass for a while, but then she left. That other guy <coughs> left. Loads of people left. Mm. But sensing a theme there, Duncan. <laughs> Duncan son. <laughs> Come on, Duncan son. <laughs> uh, but the point is, they made. They have made lots of beautiful music. Yes. Uh, and especially, if you are going to actually go and listen to them, their first, their debut album is one of my favourite albums of all time. It's just beautiful all the way through, melodic all the way through, just track up, all killer, no filler. Yeah. And What's beautiful about it, right, is it's like really simplistic, but also soundscape-y. Yeah. Like the drums are like just nice and just... Drum machine, like a really simple kind of. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds like it's recorded quite low. Yeah. Low budget, but it really suits it. Like layers of sort of dreamy synthy noises mm-hmm. and washy guitars and stuff. So if you like that kind of like shoegazy type music, you'll love this. If you like the two things, shoegazy and melody, they like your dream band. Yeah. Especially like, on that, that album. Kind of distorted washy guitars. Like picky guitar bits. Yeah, we, we we went for a big phase in fans of Kate Times. Mm. That album, was, yeah, it was quite an influence on us oh, at really the time. Influence. And we did a lot of like B sidey stuff that was like using that picky guitar stuff and the drum machines yeah. and the wishy guitars and yeah. There's a song <coughs> called Ewan, which uh, we particularly ripped off. Yeah, uh, but it's just great. It's one of those. Whenever I play it to people, they're like, "Oh yeah, this is great." It's yeah. way I I can't imagine somebody. I played in here since when you said you wanted to do it. I've been yeah. playing in here a few times, like remembering. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, oh, I love this, but oh, I love this one. Oh, yeah. I love this one. Oh, yeah. I love this one. That album, there's just nothing on there you take no. take off. There's you know, it's got that Ewan song, which is like a rocky number. It's got that strange things will happen, which is the song that we cover, which is a female fronted one, just a beautiful song. Yeah. There's that uh, 1995, which yep. I seem to remember was your favourite. Yeah, I did used to love that one back yeah. in the day. Lots of like, dee doo dee doo dee. Yeah, yeah. Kind of guitar lines. Yeah. <clears throat> they weren't really a solo band, were they? They're like picky kind of guitar riffs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's never any whittling. No, it was all up my up my cabri alley. Yeah. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Old Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers.
good guitarist in the world. Yeah, really yeah. kind of was, basically. Yeah. Just ripped them off. <laughs> Essentially. Really. So most of my guitar lines were based around that, especially Fans of Kate. For a while, yeah. Riddling. Uh, that album became was one of the it got t- ten out of ten in the enemy, and was like one of the albums of the year. That year, uh, two thousand and four. There's a thing out. called I don't know what it's called, but like so, a website basically that collaborates uh, brings all of their reviews into one big overall review, so you can get mm-hmm. what you got overall. And that album got eighty seven out of a hundred. Oh, was that Pitchfork? Yeah, one, it's one of those. So I don't know. Yeah. It's like a website. It just pulls all of the different kind of reviews I've ever had, yeah. and it kind of equals it out with like five out of ten, five out of five, and ten out of ten and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it got eighty-seven out of hundred, which is pretty good for. It says everybody likes it. Yeah, like, and I don't know how you couldn't really like because <clears throat> unless you don't, yeah, for some reason you don't like melody, which then no, because it was like unassuming. It was quirky. It was cute, but yeah, I it think was never overblown. Was, it was. It was it never made. It never have a radio single on it, really. And no, I think so they probably never went. Well, never went any more any further than they did was because it wasn't radio friendly music, you know. No, it was too kind of lo-fi and dreamy, yeah. and yeah, it would make people probably fall asleep and crash their cars. It's mm. got that sort of yeah, sleepy feel about it. But then there's a kind of rocky couple of rocky numbers on that yeah. album. But we saw them once, didn't we? We London, did. Yeah, and it was disappointing. Yeah, well, they weren't playing many of the songs off that album. They, yeah. they were. It was kind of weird. I, was, I vaguely remember it being weird. Like it, it was hard. To, I didn't really understand what was going on. It was like lots of different <laughs> stuff happening. It didn't really play any of the songs that we knew. And well, it was all drum machine, and it was just. I think it was just two of them on it. it was a, yeah. a, bass, a big bass player and a a singer guitarist who I assume was yeah. your Duncanson guy. Yeah, I remember really enjoying the ones I knew, and it was one of those. I think with those, that kind of music, if you don't know the songs yeah. before, it's hard, it was to, indie hard for it to cut it? through. I can't remember where it was now. Yeah, it was East London. Somewhere in East I remember London. there were loads of balloons hanging down. Yeah. Trendy East London. Yeah. yeah. Which that, we, again, we ripped that idea off. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did, yeah. Because after that, the second album, I bought the second album, Pet Grief, yep. 2006, which has got a song called. Uh, he's got the worst taste in. Well, I think it's just called the worst taste in music, which I really like. Mm. But as an album, that album's a bit more samey. It wasn't as distorted guitar; it's more like symphonic. Yeah, it? it was a bit more new order. Yeah, and just not. It quite, is a development. Yeah, just just not quite as good as the first album, but still lots to enjoy. A lot of the songs off that album went on a uh, Sofia Coppola. Coppola did a film called Marie Antoinette. Okay, and a lot of the songs were on that. So they, you know, they were getting. They had celebrity fans, and yeah. they were getting like soundtracks. Well, they were stuff. quite hypey, weren't they? Indie, uh, underground kind yeah. of hype. They were, yeah, a bit of a hipster band, yeah. I guess. Uh, and then the album after that, Clinging to a Scheme, had a song on it called Heaven's on Fire, which I absolutely love, which is on our place. That's another one worth... When we usually add three songs to the Hall of Fame yeah. uh, playlist, which is available on Spotify, it's a public playlist... Uh, if you just search out Best Days Vintage we've, you can see all our public playlists and the Hall of Fame that, that song will be on there because it's it's great but you should yeah I would recommend going and listening to Less, the whole of Lesser Matters it's a beautiful album it's, it's just a beautiful album it's, love, it's lovely mm. that's a word I used to describe it I, I, I played in the shop actually and like, some, I was like talking about it and some of the like, kids in here were like oh that's sick and they like listened to it and like took it on to their, mm. their own Playlists and all that sort of stuff. So, hopefully, even if like one or two actually people kind of hear about it and get yeah. to know it, and <clears throat> but I, yeah, I mean, again, it's, a, it's of an era, and I think you know a lot of the songs we do 
the albums bands we do love are of an era. Yeah. You, yeah, you have to remember we this is through the filter of us when we would listen to albums. Yeah. A lot. I listen to bands more like in a different way to how we listen to them now. But that that was a, and I should give credit to Kaiser who was a girl a Swedish girl that we worked with at the time who brought who had a CDR copy of it yeah. and put it on regularly in the shop that we used to work in and credit where it's due. Yeah. But even like, you know, and she put it on once and I was like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. And then from then on it was like, oh yeah, put that on again, put that on again. It's, it's pretty easy to kind of... It doesn't take, it doesn't it doesn't take much, much work. Because the first song's really good as well, isn't yeah. it? It's like quite it's got that's that probably drum. the most singly one. Yeah. yeah. I think it has a little instrumental and then you get the four clicks yeah. and you're into a... Yeah. Really rocky one, which is yeah, it's great. It's just tune after tune. So yeah, the radio department. Yep. Radio Dept D E P T. Yeah. Go listen to them. Welcome into the Hall of Fame. Yep. And the song. Oh yeah, the song at the end we actually did with yep. um, our, our very own Katie for Kings. Our first song we've done, which has not just been me and Jez, yeah. Jez and I. Uh, we should say when we were recording it, a man came in. Yeah. <laughs> the shop was shut, but we obviously hadn't locked the door. And a man came in and was just browsing. Yeah, randomly. His phone rang. He yeah. was so. If you hear rummaging in the background, so that's yeah. that's what it is. Oh, it took me by surprise because I was yeah. doing the song, yeah. and out of the corner of my eye, I just saw a movement. Yeah, there's, there's an old boy. I'd spotted him just before you. Yeah, you, you can hear the moment I see him because I start laughing. Yeah, but it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It gives a character. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Hmm. She's got a lovely voice. So. Enjoy. Now we have we haven't done a uh, listener question this week because we're yeah. not into the swing of things. So apologies for that. AKA we forgot. AKA we forgot. Mm. So that that'll be back next week. Mm. So it's straight to uh, the jingle. Oh, that little bit felt weird when you read them out. So there you go. What have, we, what have you got for us? What I like about this feature is now we sort of tend to do some lyrical analysis as well. Yeah. Throw it in. I've gone for a song by Lulu. Oh, is it Shout? A song <laughs> based it, from a film. Is it The Man with the Golden Gun? It's The Man with the Golden Gun. <laughs> oh, Classic. Lovely stuff. Roger's, one of Roger's finest works, I'd Would say. Would you say? Uh, I do love it. It's brilliant. It's got it all. Well, Scaramanga, great villain. Yeah. Nick Knack. Yep. Great henchman. Great sidekick henchman. Uh, Roger Safari suit action. You've got Maud Adams and uh, Britt Eklund. Oh, I absolutely love Britt Eklund. She is super... Double Bond super girl. Super hot in that. Yeah. Yep. You know, that little nighty. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the bit where he forces her to go into a cupboard yeah. Yeah. and then has sex with uh, Someone else. the other... The other Bond girl. <laughs> the other girl while she's in the, while she's in the cupboard. Well, she's a secret agent, isn't she? Yeah, she, she's got to be ready for anything. It is, uh, it's of its time because she's certainly not used for her secret agenting skills. She's just a, um, a sex object, really. Yeah. It was, yeah. Pretty, it's of its time. Work. And isn't that the one where uh, she said, Maud Adams, who later goes on to be Octopussy. Mm-hmm. I love the bit, like, the mirror scene, and obviously the famous oh, yeah, bit yeah, where yeah, Roger yeah. his finger cut shot off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, done that a Classic. few times. She says something like, uh, I, "I'm not unattractive, am I?" <laughs> he does the eyebrow. No, you're beginning to. 
speak my language. <laughs> so he says something really creepy. Really and, creepy. And in a, in a, it's not. It's more how he says it but rather he's than. He's not that. He's, he's in his pomp. At that, at that yeah. point, he's in his absolute. Well, he's peak, a very handsome man. Yeah, yeah. It's not. He's well, not. That was his, I believe that's his second bond. Yeah, he's looking good now. He's like. Yeah. There's, there's how could anyone turn him down? No, and uh, yeah, just that 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 shootout in the um when he's in his safari suit mm-hmm. on the island, yeah, absolutely first class. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, let me read out. Yeah. Lulu's the man of the golden gun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he has a powerful weapon. <laughs> you got me already. He charges a million a shot. Yeah. Well, I mean that's fact based in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scaramanga. It's nice to know that they've that they've used the. Yeah. she's watched it before. She's done the song. <laughs> yeah, too the, many Bond lot, songs nowadays. Are it's wishy washy. Yeah, it's, mm. that's, how, you've just got the title in there, yeah. but really, how does it relate to the yeah. film? She's got. That's a very clear plot point. Yeah. Scaramanga charges one million dollars. Mm. I think it is dollars. Yeah. To kill someone, it just says a million a shot. Doesn't uh, doesn't specify <laughs> the currency, but an I think assassin it's that's second to none. Mm-hmm. Best the man the best in the world. with the golden gun. <laughs> yep. And he is. Yep. Oh, he's lurking in some darkened doorway. Ooh. On or he's crouched on a rooftop somewhere. Yeah, depending on who he's killing, I suppose. Yeah. You know, could be ready for any scenario. In the next room, <laughs> or this very one. <laughs> oh, that's quite menacing. Yeah, he's the man with the golden gun. <laughs> so, so he's coming onto your chat show <laughs> in this room on the very next one it's the, the man with the gold gun come on and he's purple <laughs> love is required whenever he's hired mm-hmm. it comes just before the kill again this is very specific to the plot he demands on having sex before he goes to oh, kill somebody yeah. with, with, with more Adams yeah yeah it helps him it puts him in a nice state to, yeah. To well, kill he a man. yeah he doesn't want to be thinking about anything else when he's mm. Killing. No one can catch him. No hitman can match him for his million dollar skill. I think that proves to be wrong. I mean, spoiler, spoiler alert. Bond kills him. Turns out Bond is better. Yeah. Thank God. One golden shot means another poor victim has come to a glittering end. Mm. Lovely. That is a good line, though. Yeah. Yeah. For a price. He'll erase anyone. He's the man with the golden gun. <laughs> He's back. His eye may be on you Ooh. or me. He's got a wang eye. <laughs> Who will he yeah. bang? One eye's on you, one eye's on me. Who will he Who bang? Who will he bang? Oh, Lulu. We shall see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love is required whenever he's hired. He comes just before the kill. Yep. No one can catch him. No hitman can match him. For his million dollar skill, one golden shot means another poor victim has come to a glittering end. If you want to get rid of someone, the man with the golden gun, we'll get it done. <laughs> he'll, get, he'll get it done. That's he'll, quite... he'll shoot anyone <laughs> with his golden gun. <laughs> Lovely ending. That's so matter of fact. Yeah, he'll, no. he'll get it. He'll get the job done. I mean, it's like a football comes. Kind of just. What I like about him is he'll get it done. He'll shoot anyone. He's a matter of gun. gun. <laughs> That's matter of fact, isn't it? Yeah, hired I like assassin. That. I like that. And she does specify dollars. Yeah, she does. She mentions it. We know Later on, that's... Um, there you go. Man of the golden no. gun. <laughs> the man of the golden gun. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, Lovely stuff. Yeah, he's brilliant, though, isn't it? 
Lovely stuff, that. Yeah, great film, great song. Did you know, uh, little known fact, Alice Cooper wrote a song called The Man With The Golden Gun that he'd had been asked to write, oh. but it was deemed not good enough. What, for the film? For the film, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was turned down, and he, he was livid. Wow. They, they chose Lulu. Much like how they went with uh, Sam Smith but instead you, of Radiohead. You, yeah, which is ridiculous. But do you think that... Nowadays, not, there's not enough literal interpretation of the Bond films. I'd like a bit more plot in the songs. Bond is betrayed, <laughs> or is he? What? He's left his wishes. Well, maybe we could do it maybe. on a train. That could be the new. I think I might pick a Bond okay. film for my next one as well. Well, and try and yeah, maybe that could be the rest of the series. Let's see how much plot they put in there. Yeah, okay. How much plot did because they put in the Bond cause, song? Yeah, because we know the Bond plots. Yeah, pretty well. Pretty well. I'd like to well know if it's an octopusy. What the yeah. <laughs> If it's certainly a Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Octopussy song, they doesn't even... That's an all-time high. Yeah, they don't even mention Octopus. It's got no. nothing... Live and Let Die? I don't think they do Live and Let Die. We can always at least... We'll figure it out. Let's find yeah, it out. Well, yeah, let's, let's not... Yeah. Let's not waste gold <laughs> this week. Yeah. We've just given ourselves... It's got me thinking. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, it's just time for one more thing. Presuming you've got it. Yeah, I have. It's... Steve's Thought of the Week! Is that what we call it? Yeah, okay, here it is, yeah. So it's a bit different this week. I've. Um, I've Actually, done a bit of research. Got... Steve's Words of Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one final thing. One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one final thing with Steve. Don't agree with that in the workplace! <laughs> Don't agree with that in the workplace! Uh, I've done uh, some advice on how to navigate conflict. Okay. Um, we all have conflict in our life, mm-hmm. with agreements and disagreements, and I've um, got some three points here which might help you to kind of maybe get through it. It's not saying don't have it. It's saying just how to get through a, a mm-hmm. challenging situation mm-hmm. where two may meet, or however many people want me. So number one, expect conflict. Conflict is a natural byproduct of collaboration. Conflict is not wrong; it's just the byproduct of the pro- process. So, understand that it might well happen if you're trying to enter into it. If you're in bands, as a good example, mm. or if you're going to do like a play, or you've got an idea about something. If you're trying, if you're all if, passionate about it, yeah, exactly. That's the key. Is if, a byproduct. If, if people of, have strong ideas and strong views, yeah, and. <laughs> are passionate about their ideas, yeah. then they're going to fight for it. Yeah. And if you've got dis- if you, two people yeah. disagree, with this, yeah. So it's okay it's to, to it's okay to have conflict and to expect it. But when you're if you are in conflict, the idea would be maybe to affirm the person you are confronting. So when people are confronted, they often feel threatened at the level of their identity. So making statements that are affirming and respectful, even as you confront them. Mm-hmm. So basically showing empathy, right, towards them and understanding, I think you're really good with what these do, with this, what's going on, I agree with that. I think that the point you're making or the, what you bring to the table is brilliant. Lovely little beard. Whatever it might be, right, yep. but you affirm them as you're, kind of, as you're in a disagreement because you can get it personal and it can get defensive quite quickly. But if you're yep. helping, if you're affirming them and showing empathy towards their situation, I think that it's a nice way, it's a good way of kind of like I navigating suppose. through it. Yeah, but it depends what stage of the argument. <clears throat> if your head's gone, yeah, someone well, might point. find that 
It's like, like no, but I mean the person yeah. you're saying that to might yeah. find that patronising or yeah. kind of uh, yeah. What's the word? I don't know. You're trying to sort of placate them, and they'll they might actually reject that. But that's but, maybe where if you can not get to the point where you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, if you're because you can have conflict and disagreement with a, with something without having that's to kind of get angry. Yeah, I suppose it's before it escalates. Yeah, because it's, it's the whole it's point is like to be able to navigate, so you don't yeah. just end up being, which is point three. Understand you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Conflict increases when individuals hold their own ideas as precious. Always remember the point of conflict is progress, not proving you are right. Setting aside ego, really, isn't it? A lot mm. of this. Yeah, and I think that for anyone listening to it, it's in the band will probably empathise with a lot of these things because it's sometimes you know with songwriting works exactly. You can kind of get into situations where you've you've dug your hill right, and you're you're in your trench and you're waiting, and you is it is it a hill you're willing to die on? Mm. And you, you're digging in because it's your idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to ask yourself: Are you digging in because it just because it, you it's came yours. up with the idea, or yeah. because it is the better idea? Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of thing where if you can both or two or three of you, whoever's in this co- within the conflict, that's coming at it from a point of view, go, I might not be a hundred, I might not be right in this, but this is the reasons why. Like presenting them, actually listening to the point, and actually kind of having those discussions as well. And I think it's the whole point of these things is to come at it from understanding that showing empathy for other people yeah. within conflict, and not just sticking to your guns, no mm-hmm. matter if you're right or wrong. So th- conflict is a natural, unavoidable part of leadership. Using these three simple things to navigate conflict in the right way. Yeah, well, it's gonna. It's if you got them at your fingertips, the trick then is gonna be then to be applying them in this, the right situations. If you can feel yeah. that an argument's coming, yeah. spotting yeah. the signs, and then remembering these things, and then having yeah. the presence, clarity of mind. Yeah. And I think that that's where it comes down to the human brain, right? And I've been going yeah. doing this a few times, but I said this in the podcast with Fraser, where you've got the fight or flight side of your brain, which is like the emotional side of things, which mm-hmm. I was saying the other day, it's like, so you got you put, your, put it into a fist, and then so you got your hand, your right hand into a fist, and then the the wrist is like the kind of like the brain cell stem. Mm-hmm. And then the the fist is like the kind of like the emotional part of your brain, and this is like where fight or flight comes in, kicking off, losing it, anxious, all those kind of really powerful emotive feelings that you have that aren't always helpful. You put your other hand on top of it. Ooh. This is your brain. So you got your fist, wrist, and then your other left hand goes on top, like a kind of over the top of that. And this is the kind of conscious side of your brain. Yeah. The 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 thoughtful part the bit that is um, the deeper thinking part of it which is able to kind of analyse which is able to kind of come to terms with a situation and find a way through it the logical part of your brain mm. so in conflict if you're if you're getting angry the, the fist is is surprise surprise flying it's like the red the red side right of the brain yeah. and that's what's like firing and triggering like fucking hell fucking this is bollocks but if you if you're using the blue side, for example, which is so your other hand, that's the logical side. So by asking yourself questions like, "Is this response helpful? Is how I'm acting being helpful to the situation right now?" These are this thought helps you to get away from the red, get back into the blue, just by because then you start thinking logically again, yeah. and it helps you to get away from that and into this. It's a good metaphor, that. Yeah, and it's a really good way of again navigating conflict because. Like you said, understanding you could be wrong. If you're just like sticking to your guns, bollocks, anger, 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 it's all coming from that emotional side and you're not using that kind of logical 
part of your brain, which is the bit which problem solves and yeah, is reason. reasoning, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and more calm and sensible. Yeah. And that's the side that wants to be in control. <clears throat> and the the angry part of your brain wants to be inverted commas tamed. But to get to that taming, you have to kind of trigger and fire off the blue side. So asking yourself questions like, "Is this being? Am I? Is this helpful?" Is this is am I for emotion am I feeling now? All these sort of questions are the ones that start getting the blue to get back into power and control. Same if we're feeling anxious, if you're feeling like you know, the fight or flight is a really good example, everyone knows that. And that's that's what's happening. Rather than thinking logically about the situation, the problems you're solving, everything's shit, everything's this, or oh, everyone's a wanker. Those kind of really big sweeping statements mm-hmm. of being fired from the the break the, the fist and not the kind of hand over the fist. The smothering hand. Yeah. So they go. You don't want to. Yeah. If you're worrying, don't give yourself a fisting. <laughs> good, good advice. Yeah, don't fish yourself. Put your hand over your fist. Put your um, metaphorical hand over your metaphorical. Even fist. just by doing that, by doing that. But yeah, that, physically, that physical gesture. It helps you. Remind, it goes. You know what? You, yeah. What's happening? What's yeah, happening yeah. in my mind right now? I'm being a fist when I need to be an open. Uh, yeah, a hand, hand. over. Yeah. yeah, and that's might be a really good way to control how those emotional feelings and those emotional states. And we all get it. Mm. Like no one's perfect, and apparently it's like. It's a survival, and it's something that's ingrained in us. Like it's just—it's yeah, yeah. nothing you should be ashamed of or freakish but about it's, because it's it happens. Training yourself to yeah. override the yeah, even from caveman days when it's like survival of dinosaurs. Now we don't have that kind of life or death generally, but instead we have social survival. But there are times when the fist can be used. Might it in the sword, <laughs> Henry? Let me see, Henry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't be afraid to use the fist in certain, fist someone. <laughs> certain circumstances if you've got their consent. And I think that's a lovely way to end. Okay. So, um, what's the song called again? What, the Get This On Your Latest Playlist? No. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the. That was called. Mm, it's called If My Mother Thinks I'm Happy. I'm okay. pretty sure that's what it's called. The Bug Club. Okay. And the song we're going to be playing. Oh, the song KT. we're going to be playing. Yeah, if my mother thinks I'm happy, it's called Strange Things Will Happen. Yes. We hope you like it. Yep, stick around to listen to it. Stick around to listen to it. And other than that, see you next week. I love you. Goodbye.
Sunday, wouldn't have thought so. 